Hi guys. Hi, welcome back to Girls Unfiltered. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Emma. Every single time I feel so awkward doing that. Yeah, I know. Hey. Um, Yeah, I feel like we have to. Um, Yeah, we've no choice. Before we start, we got uh, to a thousand listens. So thank you so much Mm -hmm. to everyone that has listened and supported the podcast so far. We really do appreciate it. Um, We've only had it for like just a bit over a month. I was looking earlier. Yeah, it feels like longer. It feels like way yeah, longer. It does feel like longer. Um, but just thank you everyone for everyone who's supported us so far. Um, it means a lot and it gives us motivation to keep on doing it. So thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we think we're actually going to have a guest on our next one, don't we? Yes, we are. We've got we're a guest hoping. lined up. Yeah. So we're so excited mm-hmm. for that. Um, mm-hmm. I think that you will all love the guest yeah yeah <laughs> um, it's different yeah it is I'm so excited mm-hmm. to record it um yeah but, it's gonna be so interesting yeah um but this week we are recording dedicating our podcast to the Black Lives Matter movement um mm-hmm. we decided that we're not the podcast that sits back and ignores issues like this and we wanted to use our platform to speak up about it um and just raise even more awareness and we also wanted to not kind of do it straight away when it was um all kind of happening on social media last week we've taken like a week off yeah Mm -hmm. we wanted to wait for first of all out of respect yeah out of respect Mm -hmm. not to just completely upload something completely random like in the middle of everything going on but also we thought you know as the momentum starts to slow down we wanted to kind of keep the conversation going which is why we decided to upload it um this week this week yeah yeah um and also just before we start um we are still learning ourselves um about racism and about white privilege like we know it exists um but we definitely still need to educate ourselves more so um if we do say anything wrong or anything that sounds like ignorant we really don't mean it like that yeah Um, Yeah, we don't this is recorded with all good (laughs) intentions and um yeah so yeah uh very sorry yeah we we wanted to say anything wrong we don't (laughs) yeah you know because yeah I think I think as well people shy away from topics like this because they are afraid Mm. to say something wrong yeah shying away from the topic is literally just taking the side of the oppressor um Mm -hmm. so we want we want to speak out about it so anyway just preface that yeah disclaimer (laughs) yeah um so we asked people to send us in their stories we've also been doing as i said our own research and our own education or yeah research and educating ourselves um Mm -hmm. so i suppose we'll talk a bit about that um yeah read out the stories and just kind of discuss them um Mm -hmm. myself like i've learned so much in the past two weeks and um although it shouldn't have taken you know that awful situation in America for people to start to speak up about this 
Mm -hmm. um, at least it's good that there's finally is something happening. Yeah, it is definitely good. And I think things are definitely going to change now. Like it's not going to go back to the way it was. It's not all going to be fixed now, but like definitely things are going to change. It's not like going to just blow over and people are going to forget. I think. Yeah. It's huge. Like it's definitely going to make an impact. 100%. Everyone in the world is on board. Yeah. With exactly. making a change. So. Um, hopefully <laughs> but yeah like as you said it's just pivotal that when the hype kind of die, or not the hype you know the yeah the hype dies down that people actually yeah. take what they've learned on board and like call out yeah people that are making racist comments um and mm -hmm. act upon what we're saying we definitely will anyway yeah um yeah but i suppose um Will I get started with some of the stories? Yeah. So first of all, actually, before I start reading anything out, I was actually just speaking about this um, with someone in my family. Um, and he has um, a black friend. And he told me that when he goes to the shops, when his mm -hmm. black friend is there, they get looks. The security guard's kind of looking at them. Um, and it feels Stop. a lot more tense. And then when he's not there, it's yeah. completely normal. Um, yeah. Which is just like, I don't know, it's wild. Like the stories that I've heard over the past yeah, it's so weeks strange, just angers me just so much. Yeah, um, I know. And just, they're Both so sad. They're so and I've seen that are so hard to read, yeah. But like imagine that experience in that, you know, I can't even imagine how it feels to have that stigma every single day. Yeah, no. You no, know I what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's just so sad. Um mm -hmm. another one as well that I got, this is just from doing my own research here, so no one mm -hmm. messages into us, but um a lady was talking about that she got she was in an airport, this is in America. Um, and yeah. she got stopped for having a weapon on her and she was like what the hell I don't you know going through the security thing mm. uh, she's like yeah. what I don't have a weapon like what do you mean um so they took out this thing it, it's like um it was like a ring a big massive like costume jewelry ring that went over two fingers and they're like look you have a knuckle yeah. duster and she was like that's literally plastic it's costume jewellery and it um, was like $4. Um, and yeah. basically, I think this was a, um, this was on a TED Talk and she has a doctorate in um, something. I think a doctorate in racial inequality. So she's like a professor. So she actually had to take out her phone and like Google search herself and be like, look, like I'm a professor, like I, I'm not here to cause any harm. Um, so. like I'm, I don't know. Yeah, you know. And then she was just saying, like it's outrageous that I have to Google myself, um, to prove that I'm not gonna cause any harm or to to prove that I'm not doing anything wrong. 
that my yeah. ring was not it was just a ring do you know what I mean um mm-hmm. and then she was saying like if I didn't have that doctor doctor if I didn't come up on google like god knows what would have happened you know yeah um and yeah. then she said that so after that whole incident another um one of the staff in the airport came up to her and was like um that happens a lot with black people like that security guard is really like really Stop. racist and he stops nearly every black person that oh comes through my God. which is oh like my God. just unacceptable I mean why does he still have it why is he still working there you know I, I mean? don't get that people in power just literally do whatever they want don't they they literally pick and choose who they like and who they don't like sometimes yeah I can't like, stand people who literally use their position like they're on a power trip it's like the prisoner and guard um yeah psychology experiment if you look that up on um youtube it's very interesting but also like no sick have you have you heard of yeah. that before i don't think so so basically they did a study it was years ago um in a college and they got like a class of college students half of them were to play the role of a prisoner and half of them were to play the role of the guard um and they put them in like mm. a prisoner guard scenario for like two weeks um and as the uh, days progressed like the guards started to get more violent and more aggressive against the prisoners when like they were literally just their classmates um and there was never intended to be any violence yeah. or any like aggressiveness but the power just went to their head and they just started being really terrible yeah. towards the the prisoners. Like it was literally just 50-50 yeah. names out of a hat. You're the prisoner, you're the guards. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So um, I yeah, definitely looked up. Just because they can't. Yeah. But it actually it really annoys me. That has always really, really annoyed me. Yeah. But there's also so many... Um, cases that I've seen come up and I've shared some of them on Instagram like there's loads of petitions for well I'm sure there probably is white people as well but there is so many black people obviously in jail in particularly America mm. um for like they're like being accused of murders or whatever stuff they haven't done and are going to be executed well this one that I have in front of me oh yeah Oklahoma um, his name's Julius Jones, and apparently he's innocent, and he's been on death row for ten years, no, twenty years now, for a crime that he didn't commit. It doesn't say what the crime even is. Oh but like, oh, did you? Watch could you this? just imagine twenty years? So, one's life. I know. Did you actually see those other ones? Well, I've seen other ones where people were executed and I actually can't. There's like a 13-year-old boy. I, was I like, know. I shared no. that one. I couldn't even like that that yeah. picture and just Oh, I couldn't even it made read it properly the picture. to my stomach, you know, like Yeah, oh, same. Oh, I can't. And did you, did you that one was probably one of the worst. Oh, it was horrible. Did I watch what? The uh Khalif Browder uh documentary. It's on no, Netflix. not yet. I have. You should definitely watch it. A list of documentaries to watch on Netflix. There's so many. Yeah, there's. Too, that are like based on it. I'm gonna watch them um, definitely. 
I think we yeah. have a few lists of books and documentaries, do we, that we'll mention at the end of the podcast. Yeah, I've got loads. And there's also podcasts as well. Yeah. Books, documentaries, podcasts. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to do the stories now? Yeah, just before that we got I, sent. I, I move on. Um, the Khalif mm-hmm. Browder uh, documentary, if you haven't watched oh, it, yeah. watch it. But basically, yeah. so... The police accused him of stealing a backpack. Um, he didn't steal it, but that's mm-hmm. what he was accused of. So yeah. he got arrested um, and they took him. So he, they put him into one of the most violent, um, dangerous prisons in America. Mm-hmm. It's called Rikers yeah. Island. Uh, he was like, I think, 16. Um, and he was meant to oh, gave him bail, but his his family didn't have enough money to pay the bail it's like a really expensive bail um which is just so sad um and then there's just so so much to it like it's it's so unfair so sad and unfair um but in rikers island like there's loads of gangs there's no rules the inmates are allowed to beat each other up like it's literally hell on earth Mm. Um, and yeah oh i'm sure yeah then there's this one scene of um there's like fifth. There's like twenty guys beating up this guy Khalif, um, God. and it ends up that he, Khalif, that's been beaten up, got sent to uh, solitary confinement and was left there for mm. I think like a month or two months, like literally in a cell. Oh yeah, brilliant. By yourself. Yeah. With no oh, one. Oh God, I actually would not know. Like. Oh, I I can't even imagine like your your mental state after that. Like, yeah, you no, I couldn't. And it's just you'd like, never be the same again. You know, even if he did steal the backpack, which he didn't, that's a petty crime. Mm. You're not put in one of the most dangerous, like no. prisons in the United States. Yeah like in prison with yeah it's crazy murderers yeah you know I mean? yeah and then That's there's ridiculous. yeah there's yeah people who do much much worse things are walking around free um but anyway he was there for three years um and yeah, did finally get released but it didn't end well um but yeah i would recommend watching that it's very oh, sad thank God. it didn't end well no oh right you don't want to give it away okay yeah. um but there's yeah there's... i don't like that you say it didn't end well no you can probably you just yeah like that that would really scar you you know what i mean um but i will Start yeah. reading out some of the stories. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Will I go first? Actually, I have one here. Yeah, yeah. The longer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so when I was in fifth year, we had a new girl come into our class who was black. She was a lovely girl, and you could see she was lonely, but very quickly she used to get picked on. They would throw paper and stuff at her and just make her feel like 
podcasted it got worse though she had a fight with one of the girls in the class and my opinion is it was because she was black she was always left on her own I felt so sorry for her and I tried to help her the boys would call her horrible names and everything like really bad and one day I got sick of it so I went to I went to the principal's office with her to help her uh, she was being bullied and the principal said to her no word of a lie you need a note to prove it a note from classroom teachers I'll never ever forget that because of the color of her skin and she needed a note to prove it unfortunately she did leave the school and nothing was ever done about it, it still angers me hmm. that's outrageous like mm. I can like especially when you're a kid just the feeling of being isolated and left on your own is yeah, horrible, you know? It is. Never mind the rest of the name calling and everything. Um, and then the fact that the principal did nothing about it, like you need a note from your teachers to prove that you're getting bullied is something that is absolutely outrageous. Yeah. Like, like that's absolutely not a mean? thing. Oh, it's so ridiculous. So why would you make that up? That's that's mm. like yeah I know oh I just and what do you do you know yeah I know um okay I'll go ahead with my stories so um yeah. in terms of overt racism so I've been called uh, I'm not going to say it the n-word and a black mm-hmm. b-a-s-t-a-r-d while minding mm. my own business walking down grafton street i was with a friend mm. and i literally just told her keep walking and ignore but then mm-hmm. um i looked back and uh he started following us we started to fast oh, yeah. walk and eventually broke into a run um and he started running after us too we had to go into burn thomas to avoid um and we chilled in there until we were sure he'd gone very random and unsettling yeah like again that's just jesus also also actually so like that's just so upfront racist and the type of racism that we wouldn't expect to happen in ireland um, and I think that before this all came to light in the media that people weren't aware of how much racism actually does go on yeah. Yeah. in Ireland, you know, and that people kind of brushed off saying yeah. like, oh, that ha- that only happens in America. Yeah. Like it doesn't really happen in Ireland. Like, and yes, it does. From everything that's come out, out over the past, like two I weeks. I never heard Yeah. What? Yeah, no, I didn't say anything. Oh, um, from everything that's come out over the last two weeks, just goes to show that yes, it's racism and like overt racism is very much still a thing here in Ireland, um, and we need to tackle it, um, and call it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll go on to the next yeah. one. So this one is um. My mom and I went to this tailor in Slorg. Oh, <laughs> I might not say the say the name of the place. Um, 
so the guy was so sketchy and he didn't look mm. us in the eye when we mm. went to drop the dresses <laughs> off but we thought nothing of us he never rang us to say mm. the dress was ready so we went like two days later only to this to discover that it was ready and he just hadn't bothered to call so my mum mm. had brought another dress along just to ask a question about taking it up um and taking up the hem and the lady who worked there took it and asked to measure my mum she measured her um and my mum said she'd think about it and then the woman was like that'll be 20 euro please my mom was obviously like what for what like literally she just yeah asked the lady a question and now <laughs> the lady's charging her 20 euro yeah um, okay um, and then the guy mm. that was acting really sketchy and never said a word to them started going mm. absolutely apeshit, started yelling um, at us, uh, saying how we need to go home um, and that people like us mm. come to Ireland and want everything for free and we don't work for anything, yeah, okay. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, my oh mom my obviously God. told him where to go um, and they kept shouting, Racial abuse literally went from zero to 100 so quickly. Uh, we reported oh it to the Dundrum police and they did F all. Oh. Makes me wonder whether there's anything under Irish law against hate speech. So yeah. obviously that story is completely outrageous. And like, what? Yeah. And so anyway, I looked up... Um, if there was law to protect people against hate crime um, in Ireland. So mm -hmm. this is what yeah. it says. Currently, unlike right. most other EU countries, Ireland has no effective hate crime laws apart from the very restricted prohibition of uh, Incitement to Hatred Act 1989, which narrowly deals with the cause of hate speech aimed at um, initiating hatred. Uh, the act makes it an offence to create or distribute racist, homophobic or other discriminatory materials. Uh, someone found guilty of breaking this law can face a maximum of two years in prison and a fine of uh, 10,000. So it's just yeah. uh, someone to, it just is um, prosecuting people who create or distribute materials so like nothing against hate speech um so oh. in july 2018 a report by the irish council of civil liberties highlighted that ireland has among the highest rates of hate crime against people of african background and also transgender oh people in the eu the report Jeez. said that during the criminal justice justice process uh, from being report reported as a crime to the guardie to the offender being sentenced by the judge the hate element of the crime is often lost from the case. The report also highlighted the lack of laws against hate crime and meant that there were no policies in place for crimes motivated by prejudice in Ireland. Hmm. There you go, Ireland. Jesus. That's, that's outrageous that a lot of yeah. other EU countries have um, rules in place, laws in place yeah. to protect against hate crime and we don't here in Ireland. Yeah, I hope that this sparks a referendum. <clears throat> yeah, I was thinking that as well. First it of all, should. to um, have laws against hate crime, but second of all, yeah. to end direct provision. 
Yeah, because direct provision is another thing um, that I started researching something as well that I was quite naive about. Didn't know how terrible it is. It's literally someone described it as the modern modern day um, version of the Magdalene laundries. So oh God! For those of you, see, who so don't many know. things are just hidden and you just don't hear them. It's so weird. And then when something like this happens, everything comes up. It's so weird, but it's good in it's, a way. It's good that it um it's come to light now and that people are doing something about it at least yeah um, sorry yeah. I'm just gonna put us like, for a second our kids to... um yeah we, we need to change um our kids like how they grow up just thinking I don't know I feel like they obviously hear people saying stuff about people who are a different race and then they just grow up assuming that like they're bad or that they're this or that they take our jobs or that they should go home or whatever stuff these people say Mm. so kids need to be more educated and school like in school and then also at home like people need to flip and watch what they say or watch what they hear and let them know that like they have to treat everyone the same yeah unfortunately there's always bad people though like there always is Mm. Like, there's always people who are going to commit crimes and whatever so it's never going to fully go away even if it becomes like a crime to do it but yeah I feel like it's way just, better definitely it's something that's like nearly instilled in society and it's going to take a lot of unlearning yeah. um, to get rid of it but yeah. I think that we have the momentum there anyway and the intention so mm-hmm. hopefully it can, we can make a change and um, but also yeah a lot of people were speaking about having a referendum um to end direct provision or even change it um, yeah so if you don't know what direct provision is and I didn't know much about it um, mm-hmm. before this but uh, basically Asylum seekers that come to Ireland are placed in direct provision centres and they're only meant to be held there for like up to maybe a month. Um, yeah. But a lot of people are held there for up to like eight years. So at the moment, um, there's currently 6,405 people in direct provision. Um, oh my God. 1,778 children. Um. Hmm. So basically, they're given 38 uh, euro and 80 cents a week to live on. Um, and mm. they can only buy from the um, direct provision uh, shops. And say like a toothpaste there would cost like four euro or six euro. So like they're really expensive stuff to buy as well. Um, yeah. They're not allowed work. They live in shared rooms mm-hmm. with up to eight eight other um often strangers, really small rooms. Most centres have no cooking facilities um, and the centres are run for profit um, on behalf of the state. So people are profiting off these. Mm. Um, So yeah, that's um, something 
that's going on in Ireland. Um, yeah. That's like completely outrageous. Yeah. I actually had more information about the direct provision centres, but I can't find it now. But like, it's just, it's so bad. Like, it really is. Um, mm -hmm. I think I've heard of them. But I didn't know that there was that many people in them. Yeah. Or oh, that they made a profit. A lot of people as well uh, pass away in them uh, and they don't think they get oh, a, a death certificate. So a lot of the oh. um, reasons why people pass away, like no one knows why <laughs> they don't have access to proper yeah. health care. Apparently, um, like there's yeah. violence and there's people get raped in them like oh, and there's just nothing they can do because they don't have access to the resources to ask for yeah. help mm. and also the fact that they're not allowed work wait why are no, they it's, in it's, them the first place why do they put them there um so they were introduced as an emergency measure um oh okay so basically they're just meant to be there to wait to find out if they'll be granted asylum. Oh, right. And they're not meant to be okay. there for like longer than like a month. Yeah. But they're yeah. there for years. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like going from, yeah. it's like literally like going to jail. Yeah. Um, so that's that. So um, people were hoping that maybe there'd be some sort of vote on changing that, which I hope that there is. Mm -hmm. But I know, I think now that it's people are starting to speak about it, um, it's something that the government is going to have to consider, you know, and yeah, take action definitely. on. Um, but anyway, yeah, we were reading this, this and the stories. Okay, I'll go back to the stories. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, okay, so we were talking about the loss that there's no law against hate crime um, and we have a really high level of hate crime mm -hmm. in Ireland. Um, yeah. Okay, so then for this one I have to be careful about what I say. Okay, so this girl went to a school in Dublin to record mm -hmm. um to basically I, I how am I meant to say this without not without saying the <laughs> <laughs> the names of the school or what it was okay so basically this girl was in a school and she went to another school in Dublin to mm -hmm. um record something to work on a project basically so this wasn't mm -hmm. the school she was in this was her going to another school um yeah and she got there one of the guys shouted at her um was like said something along the lines of does she even speak english though yeah um, for fuck's sake and it was she said it was really awkward and so ignorant um, mm -hmm. so probably like, better english than you like yeah literally <laughs> yeah okay and then okay so this is more this is stuff that um 
is more covert racism and ignorant things that people say pretty much every day and every every black person has heard um yeah so this is one and this is one i've heard a lot over the past few weeks on people's stories and stuff is where are you really from yeah. um oh one, yeah this is one of the most irritating questions i heard it so much when i was working on a customer mm. service desk first of all could you not oh, i'm just here trying to do my job thanks second of all if you yeah. ask me where i'm from and i tell you and then she has in inverted commas the like location of where she's from um mm. Please do not ask the dreaded follow-up. It's insulting. I was literally born and raised here. What do you expect me to say? Questions like this reinforce the idea, yeah. idea that being black yeah. and also being Irish isn't compatible. Mm. No, I'd be fuming. Yeah. I'd literally be like, Ireland. They'd be like, really, like, where before that? Ireland. I'd say it makes them feel just so left out yeah and just like and she goes on to say this later on that she's constantly having to try and prove herself and watches everything that she does because she doesn't want to because she knows if she does something wrong people will associate that wrongdoing with the fact that she's black yeah and not just take it for what it is and so she's always yeah oh it's always something to be mindful of for her whereas like that would just never even come into our like realm of thought that like oh I have to be careful yeah what I do because people will then have a stigma against white people like no they won't because that's not a thing yeah yeah no um so yeah where are you really from and I feel like that's that's something that like a lot of people have said before and I think like a lot of the time there's no malicious intent behind it but I suppose hearing it like almost every second day just gets so like tiresome Mm. and you Mm -hmm. really you don't realize the impact of like what you say the impact that would have Mm -hmm. on someone you know yeah yeah my auntie even said the other day when we were talking about it that she's like done that but not meant it at all like she said that she said it to a few taxi drivers and my granny was there and she was like no you did not you did not say that to him that's so rude but she just thought nothing of it like she didn't think there's anything wrong with that like like I get how it insults some but I also get how people don't actually think that it insults some do you know that yeah. kind of way? Yeah, like I moved like, to a different country and they heard my Irish accent and I said, I mean, obviously I wouldn't be Australian if I moved to Australia. But like, if someone said, where do you live? And you said Melbourne. And then they said, but like, where did you live before that? Mm. And you say, oh, I'm from Ireland. I wouldn't be slightly offended. So I think we think of it as just that, like not a big deal, but it is for people who've literally been born here. Mm. and just because they might not look the same people ask that question so I don't actually think the people probably ever mean offense by that question yeah but anyway obviously we know now and we won't be using it again but my auntie was saying that the taxi drivers once or twice were kind of like "Mm." (laughs) yeah we're kind of like off about it and she was like 
okay like didn't get it like was just trying to make awkward conversation with them like she didn't even she didn't care mm. she just was trying to think of what to say but they're obviously offended yeah like I I do mm. and like oh, my earphones are falling off sorry um <laughs> I do and like people have said this as well like I think people are just like actually just curious and they aren't meaning yeah. to be rude but it's good yeah. that now we know that that it that is irritating mm-hmm. and I suppose it kind of was like and I, I have said that before um but I'd say it's yeah. just kind of ignorant on my behalf that you know if someone says yeah. I'm from Ireland they're from Ireland like okay yeah yeah that's it they're from Ireland don't don't yeah. ask them anything else yeah some people ask two personal questions anyway to people that they literally don't know ask me questions that annoyed me like I, I wasn't insulted by them so it's a completely different thing but like they just think they can ask you whatever the fuck they want and like you uh, actually can't because you're left there and you have to answer <laughs> mm. like, they ask way too much and you're like this is my job like leave me alone yeah do you know what like, when how, I... why do people how do they get into that conversation asking them where are they really from yeah like they're scanning their groceries and they're like so where are you from so where are you really from like they wouldn't ask me where I'm from actually yeah. I was asked once where I was from and by an elder man and he said oh, oh I thought you're, you were Polish or Lithuanian or one of them because I just got my hair done so it was like really blonde I yeah that's oh when I was what? reading that I actually thought back to um a time where I was working in a deli and I was literally like 17 or something um mm. and I was making a roll for some I remember man yeah that job so well oh my god I literally my mom sent me out to work when I was in transition year I woke up at like <laughs> half five every for morning like five euro an hour like yeah literally yeah. oh half um, five on like a Saturday morning on a Saturday morning I got 40 euro like for the whole shift um it was honestly so but look it served me it did me no harm um but yeah he, mm. I was making his role and he was I don't know what the hell he was saying I think I misheard him like keep in mind I was 17 yeah. I hadn't a breeze I hadn't a blues clue like yeah what to say what to, to like yeah so yeah <laughs> I couldn't speak to strangers when I was 17 not at all like I literally just misheard him or I just asked like oh what yeah and he was like uh, mm. do you even speak English like where are you from and I was like oh what oh, the hell my god yeah and obviously I hope you were like yeah <laughs> yeah I was like what well, I'm what did you say I was like I'm Irish what do you mean where I'm from what you, do you want my home address um but like yeah, that yeah. made that made me feel so oh my belittled god. and it just made me what feel so yeah horrible person it felt me it yeah. made me feel so insecure and but so belittled how so angry i can't it would make you if you weren't irish it would make you even more angry and upset and that's belittled. that's what i'm saying mm. like, like if yeah or no if you are irish but people ask you that just because of your race because of the color of your skin they mm. think that they have they think they they can speak down to you and like yeah this was a grown that's man speaking down one yeah yeah oh of course you know like it always is honestly they're probably the worst yeah I can't well i've had that would feel older women as well be so rude to me and try to belittle me when i worked 
in the shop as well honestly working in a shop is just fucking criminal like having to deal with the general public I do not know how people do it I know can't do it anymore I'm like imagine being a frontline worker like working in supermarket at the moment I'd actually kick everyone in the face I'd be like get out of my face now they're so irritated I hope that people are being like going mad at the person who was um doing the queue outside a supermarket the other day she was like yeah because she he wouldn't let her go in with the person who she was queuing with and she was going mad and she was telling him he was doing a really bad job I mean he was doing the best job in the world but the poor guy was trying his best he was just a bit I don't know he was struggling a bit bless him but like (laughs) like why would you give out to someone for that especially at the moment I just don't get it I know I also saw the poor young guy like he was in his teens I'd say sake like and <sighs> you always are in your teens when you're no. working like yeah you can tell when people are young as well it's like Jesus Christ give them a bloody break um but anyway we're going really off topic here and you don't have the confidence to, to stand up to them say anything back either most of the time yeah yeah okay. exactly yeah so the next thing is um not even trying to pronounce my name um I won't get offended if you pronounce it incorrectly, but not trying is rude, especially when you know how to pronounce your fave celebrity sports star- stars who have just as complicated, in invert- inverted commas, complicated names as mine. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, the way she just said that, um, she said when she was getting her degree, uh, the dean, uh, butchered mm-hmm. her name and she mm-hmm. wouldn't she wouldn't have known um that it was even her name if if it wasn't for the fact that you know what order you're meant to go in when mm. you graduate yeah yeah so um, <laughs> um yeah so then okay this is one that actually something that I had never ever thought about um mm-hmm. but um this one says that she did a photo shoot with a magazine um, yeah. and they didn't have any makeup to match her skin tone. Oh. Um, but she said, looking back at it now, like she has to laugh because she genuinely can't look at the pictures because they made her look absolutely awful. She said she looked like a corpse. Um, oh and then she said um, the same thing happened again when she was doing another fashion show, but this time she actually brought her own foundation. Um, yeah. She said it's not necessarily an issue that's specific to Ireland um, and it seems pretty superficial, but it's still important. Why should I have to bring my own makeup and style my own hair when there are professionals there who couldn't yeah. be artists or weren't trained to deal with black skin yeah. hair? Like, how um, are they not trained? I just don't understand like surely they they have to be trained I know and surely they have to have every shade in their makeup kit I know and I'm sure it happens a lot and then she said as well yeah yeah, the same thing happens with nude nude tights and underwear oh god yeah like 
Oh, I'd say. Yeah. She says nude for who? It's also houses have gotten better now. They've got way more than many shades. And some places still don't have that many, I don't think. Of tights? Of no, I'm talking about makeup. Oh, um, yeah, I know. I'm talking about foundation and concealer. I know, yeah. but even even just thinking back to what I remember from like going into um, like makeup shops and chemists and stuff, like there actually is not mm-hmm. a like wide range a selection of no makeup for black skin, which I'd say is so frustrating. Yeah, and I feel like they might have like one or two, but I doubt that they have exact same skin like how we don't all have the exact same skin. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah um yeah like that's there's just so much stuff that you don't even you're not even aware of Mm -hmm. um okay and then she goes on to say i think that with being black comes the issue of feeling lesser than um this is like what i was saying earlier feeling like you constantly have to prove yourself um, yeah, it's weird the feeling of having to work ten times harder and constantly striving to be successful, just so you don't let your race down. Literally having the weight of a whole race on your shoulders because you know if you in inverted commas step out of line, it'll be seen as all black people being X, Y, or Z. Um, yeah, she said. Um, other black friends um, went through bullying in school from students and teachers. Um, mm-hmm. And that really saddens me. Like, teachers, I mean, mm-hmm. come on. How did um, they get away with it? Yeah. She says she never felt ashamed of her blackness um, but she was when she was younger, um, but she was always aware that she was different. Um, yeah. Oh. So yeah, like feeling oh. that you have to, we, we did say this earlier, feeling that you have to constantly prove yourself yeah. just so you're not, yeah, like, so you're not labeled as like, oh, black, that's yeah. just black or oh. Like we literally just don't have that problem. Yeah, I know. But loads of races, um have that like I've heard definitely loads of people here loads of different races have the same issue I know it's white privilege white privilege yeah Yeah. um actually that brings I don't know if we went to different places in the world it could be different but Mm. here anyway there is white privilege absolutely um Mm -hmm. just what as you say that um it just kind of reminded me of another thing that I was researching is in New York, they have a mm-hmm. thing called stop and frisk where they can legally stop anyone and search them for no yeah. reason. So yeah. maybe, I don't know if they think they look suspicious or something. So um, yeah. obviously this uh, is done to so many black people. So mm-hmm. 57% of people that they do this to are black, 34% are Latino. And then nine percent are white, um, and there's sure. like videos, and it's just it's very it gets very aggressive, um, mm-hmm. and they're just yeah, I mean like stopping you like something that I'd never have to worry about, even yeah. if I was like I know I know that that's something that happens in America, um, but yeah. even if I was to visit America, I'd never be 
conscious of like yeah. oh I might get searched ever I wouldn't even yeah. like mm-hmm. cross my mind you know I think I've read all the stories but there's stuff now that okay. we can do um, yeah. so this person said um, in terms of what white people can do stop saying the n-word honestly it's embarrassing so as in like yeah. you know in songs and like oh what's up Matt and I'm not going to say yeah, it yeah. but like just casually mm-hmm. um, yeah. she says she was at a friend's party and she said um someone said to her oh thanks ma n to one of mm. her other white friends and it went dead silent um, mm. and it was really cringe because everyone felt uncomfortable the word is just not for white people end of mm. fair so fair <laughs> like i can mm. imagine how that was probably so awkward for her yeah you know mm-hmm. oh um, mm. educate People yourself say them without thinking and don't even mean to be offensive like they literally say it as like a joke because we hear it in like songs and stuff and they don't mean it like that person probably doesn't not like black people but we just kind of say them yeah I know I think the point she was making though is just that it it just mm. it made it so awkward yeah. because it just went silent which made her feel yeah even more kind of different I guess yeah yeah Um, Yeah. and then she just also said educate yourself google is literally free um Mm -hmm. same way people Mm -hmm. read recipes or find fitness stuff on the internet read books on race relations and try to understand the fact that Mm -hmm. it's much deeper than calling someone a monkey or the n-word um and then So she said, I'm all, I'm sure you've seen it everywhere, but not, but not enough to, it's not enough to not be racist. You have to call people mm-hmm. out for doing racist shit, make them feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable to say racist and ignorant things around you because they yeah. know you'll shut them down. Yeah, that's um, a good one. And then she also sent me a book that she's reading and all of the books and podcasts and videos and everything um that we've collected that we can There's recommend so to read we'll put them in yeah. the description they'll all be on our instagram okay. yeah can you put them into the, the description okay grant i'll try to so, and then also some yeah. um petitions that you can sign um places mm-hmm. that you can donate but the yeah. book that she um is reading and recommended is why i'm no longer talking to white people about race um so yeah like I think it's all just really about like educating ourselves and to solve Mm -hmm. the problem you need to understand the problem first so I think the best thing that we can do as white people and from what I've gathered from just speaking to black people around the issue is that we just need to educate ourselves and to also just call out people for Mm -hmm. being racist or being inappropriate um yeah sign any of the petitions that you can't yeah and also like notice like and 
I was going to say like notice as well, like notice brands, brands that don't have any other ethnicities on their websites and stuff. Like mm. that's so common and it's so racist. Mm. You know? Okay. I was also going to ask your opinion on the black squares um, thing on Instagram because I think people had different opinions about it. Like obviously mm-hmm. it was so nice for everyone to post it um, and show their yeah. support but then other people were saying like it's mm. kind yeah. of not like it I'll post my black square tick to bo- tick the box job done mm. I've done my part and also other people were saying that because people were using the wrong hashtag as well um, they were using I think Black yeah. Lives Matters instead of Black Out Tuesday that that was clogging up the feed yeah. with um, blocking out useful mm. information so yeah what did I you used the wrong one and then I changed it straight away when I saw someone say that I used the wrong one yeah but like no one did that intentional like I think what's the harm in any of it like I just don't get why people always have to point the finger at everything it actually really annoys me like people are sharing it to do good like loads of people didn't even bother to share it so I think that's worse mm. like it's hard because loads of people are put off know what to say yes I don't think so I as soon as I saw someone share a black square I shared one straight away but like then when I found more stuff and like looked into it a bit more then I like slowly shared bits on my story like still feel like I could do more and I still will I'm not gonna just stop now but like I don't know like it's up to people like it's completely up to them what they put up themselves you know what I mean it's like oh yeah maybe some people were just trying to do it to make themselves look good and to tick a box but also like I hate how people always just think that people are doing everything for Instagram like that's not always how it is no it's not always you want to do good and do want to help and do want to make a change yeah and no one like no one knew that the hashtag Black Lives Matter was just for that purpose. I don't even think that it was. I think the people just decided to say that. <laughs> like, it, it's so annoying, honestly. Yeah, no, I know. Anyway. I know it was genuinely, like, a like, mistake about all the hashtag. People but... say that it's bad. Like, what? People all of a sudden, they were all just, like, saying that they shouldn't, you shouldn't post it and stuff. And, like, what are you on about? Like, people are doing it for a good reason. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, I just, um, I can see both sides of the arguments. I can see the side where it's like, yeah, some people will do it to take a box because realistically, mm. some people won't look more further into the topic and will just... Yeah, um, of course they won't, but there's always... Um, there's always going to be people like that. Like a minority of people. Yeah, but, um And then I also yeah. see the side of it that it was really good to see that and really encouraging um to yeah. see all like the black my squares you was know to the brim of not well black squares but then also i think because that day was meant to be like instagram was meant to be basically shut down that day and yeah. then everyone said don't shut it down you should be sharing stuff and blah 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 like people are doing their best you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah <sighs> anyway yeah like and also people are saying oh um 
all my feed is empty like where are all the Irish influencers blah 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 like they don't care they'll just be back with their outfit pictures tomorrow and all this like everyone who I follow on it was posting so much info I literally felt like intimidated because I felt like (laughs) I didn't have enough things to be posting and I don't know people just love like how do you even cope with this like where I don't get it people are like looking for things to jump on that's true. always like why can't we just let people do what they want to do like some people might need a few days they might be feeling awful about it and they might need a few days to get it together like you can't it's fine for people who have a normal instagram and like they share it to the people who are their friends like to people who have a big following they have to consider like they can't just say they're just saying those things mm. do you get me like if they say something wrong when they're talking about Black Lives Matter, they'll be in even more trouble. <laughs> like, I don't know, it's intimidating. Like I, I'm too intimidated to go on and speak about it because I feel like I'm not educated enough and I have to look into a lot and I still don't feel like I'm educated, even though I still think it's better to say stuff than to say nothing. But yeah. also it's a bit intimidating yeah like you can't blame people for feeling that way I know that you can't you can't stay quiet that is so important but also like you can't jump on people Mm -hmm. yeah um well you're talking about it now anyway but I I I think a lot of um, people with big followings just kind of had the same stance or it's like I don't know what to say because it just highlights the fact that so many of us don't know what to say because we don't yeah, know it's what's going good. on yeah. because we d- are not educated which is the problem which is a problem mm. in itself so yeah we'll get there it's only the start like the conversations have to keep talking yeah exactly keep keep talking keep um educating ourselves about it and mm. You just kind of broke up there a little bit. Yeah. Oh, really? You're back now. Um, mm. But yeah, just keep on calling it out. Keep on educating mm. ourselves yeah. and just... People are in this as well. Yeah, exactly. And just change your mindset mm. and just know, like, it is a thing. It does happen. It happens in Ireland. Yeah. yeah. It happens everywhere and we need to do something about it yeah and I think that um places have already in the last two or three years become way more like inclusive and trying so hard to include diversity it's nearly become like a trend in um the fashion and beauty industry to have models with different skin with like disabilities with different heights with different weights everything and I don't know if it's for the right reasons always I think that they sometimes do because they feel like they have to like how everyone's slating Victoria's Secret for being like the only place that still has the same models but also yeah they're obviously under pressure for that reason because they feel like they have to but also some of them probably are for the right reasons and stuff has already started to change yeah which is good good about time Mm -hmm. yeah um but yeah, that's I think that's all we have to say for today. Um, yeah. 
I hope that we articulated the message and yeah. the way that we wanted it to come across and I hope that we mm -hmm. didn't sound ignorant or naive and yeah. we didn't intend to sound that way if we did sound yeah. that way um yeah as we said at the start we're going to keep on educating ourselves we're going to keep on talking mm -hmm. about it um we're going to call people out if if they um are being racist or inappropriate yeah yeah you know we've already called out a business <laughs> yeah being racist <laughs> oh well they deserve it <laughs> yeah they do um yeah so yeah thanks so much for listening thank you for listening and um yeah. we'll be back watch. on next week with the guest probably yeah we'll be back next week with our guest and um mm -hmm. we can't wait to have them on yeah so bye um, bye <laughs>